Hey you, how's it going? My name is Ruby Price and you're listening to the 15th ever episode of Fresh From The Scene. Uh, before this podcast gets started, I say it every time, but you know, if you do enjoy it, make sure you give it a share on social media. If you're using a platform that allows you to, please leave a review with, you know, your thoughts of the podcast. It really does help out the podcast with analytics and stuff. And if people see that other people are enjoying a podcast, they're more likely to then go and check out the podcast. So, you know, if you find any value whatsoever in this podcast, a little share, a little review makes all the difference in the world. Um, so, you know, like, obviously everyone is currently aware the country's currently in lockdown, which sort of put a damper on my podcast recording plans. Uh, so this episode is very much a bit of a hybrid and a bit of a road test, essentially. It's the first It's the first episode of the podcast that's been recorded remotely using Skype. And, you know, there might be a couple of teething issues, but, you know, hopefully going forward, if this is the way that the podcast is going to be recorded, then it will be you know, a bit smoother in the future. Obviously, there's links in the description to all the social media stuff and the uh, brand new single that Arthur Walwyn's released on the 3rd of April, that might be today. I am not currently sure about dates because it sort of felt like that period in between Christmas and New Year when no one knows what day it is. If you want to get in touch with the podcast on social media, you can uh, find links in the description, but also the podcast on Twitter is at FFTScene, that's F-F-T-S-C-E-N-E. You can find me on Twitter at Rubes, R-U-U-B-E-Z. And yeah, I'm going to shut up now and let you listen to the podcast. Listening to Fresh from the Scene with your host, Ruby Price. Welcome to Fresh from the Scene. Today's guest is the fantastic Arthur Walwyn. Hello. Hey. Um, we just obviously did this all off, you know, recording, but you good? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, no, I am good. I'm all fine. Um, as I was just saying, like, I was feeling trash for a while, um, spent a couple weeks in bed, but now I'm all good. Uh, feeling 100%, creating some good art, so yeah, it's awesome. For anyone who's listening who's been living under a rock for the last couple of weeks, you know, the world has sort of shut down because of coronavirus. Um, fortunately, neither of us have it. I know, fortunately, like, yeah, I actually feel like I'm living in a movie right now, it's so weird, like, everything's just so strange but like yeah it's it's just weird it's so weird i can't get my head around it um but yeah like i said like, i was like i was ill during like when it was just kind of coming about um so like a few weeks ago um and it was crazy because like obviously i was in bed and everyone was still talking about uh should we be going out or not and I was like, well, I'm in bed anyway. And you know, like when you're ill, like you, like, it's just your whole world. You can't do anything. You're just in bed. Like I wasn't making music, obviously wasn't out doing any shoots or anything. And so it was just like complete consumed everything. And now it's like, I've completely flip-flopped. And now literally I feel so great, but now there's like this lockdown and no one can go out. And like I'm just buzzing to catch up on everything that I missed out on. And it's like, everything is cancelled like absolutely everything is just not going on right now so it's pretty nuts it is pretty nuts yeah i mean today they announced that download and isle of white festival for 2020 are both being cancelled and just waiting till next year i saw that like 
that's crazy that it's not even they've not even postponed it they've just moved it to next year yeah like i think like the biggest one for me was when they like when they scaled down like wrestlemania so i'm like a huge wrestling fan and like every year it's like the biggest event i think this year it was meant to be like eighty thousand people in the stadium and now they're just like no, there's going to be no crowds, like nothing. Like the minute they scaled that down, I was like, okay, like this is actually a big deal now. Because that event not get moved or changed for anything. Like that is like, you're talking like millions and millions for that company, like, and for them to sort of like refund everyone, do all that. I was like, okay, this is actually real now. Because that was like one of the first and then like they've stopped football and like all yeah and and then eastenders got cancelled i was <laughs> no nah. i don't think i've ever heard of things like eastenders being cancelled it's like what's going on i was it was weird because i was only looking it up a few weeks ago because i just like looking at random facts and i was like mm. what well, i wonder what their film schedule is because it's on like every day well it's like monday it's like yeah monday to friday and then they have repeats and stuff but like yeah. to produce that much content since like the 80s they just they never stop i was like this is like i wonder what their schedule is like how many episodes yeah. would they get done in a day but yeah like so for all that just to stop like eastenders Corey, all of them ones like they've all stop filming i'm just like this is bad this is actually bad yeah uh one of the things that i always do at the start of like each episode is get the artists or my guests at least to tell the people who don't know who they are like who like their artist is so to someone who's never heard of arthur walwyn who is arthur walwyn see i actually don't know i <laughs> i'm literally the worst artist wow do you know what? It's it's quite so, the question. I am a creative and I hate saying that as well because it's like, it sounds so vague and it sounds so spacey uh, when people just say, oh, I'm a creative. And it's like, well, what do you create? So if I can try and summarize it, um, I used to play in bands. I used to play in like kind of pop punk bands, metal bands, that kind of thing. And then that led me to doing more like solo stuff um and like just general pop and a little bit of edm kind of thrown in um so yeah if you're googling me and like on spotify or whatever or itunes like yeah most of my music is kind of pop edm rock fusion um but also yeah i i just love being a creative so i also like i do a lot of portrait photography and i shoot a lot of music videos for people as well um, and just kind of make general like video content on YouTube and yeah, just a bit, if it's creative and I'm being artistic in some way. Oh, and I produce as well. Yeah. I like, that's the thing. I will forget so much stuff. I'm terrible at like kind of selling myself, but yeah, I've produced for like a few, uh, really good artists and had some really good stuff come out. Um, but yeah, music, photography, video like sports entertainment all that stuff like all kind of bundled into one that's kind of me but yeah the book's still being written <laughs> so i'm gonna go back to like the first time i ever actually saw you in person you were on stage in front of manchester arena 
playing guitar from a blackberry my god yeah yeah that was back in 2016 like what's happened since then that was the first time oh my god yeah no i literally remember that was so good that was such a good day because we oh my god that whole tour is such a blur honestly like that was the best time of my life like legit um that whole year like i miss 2016 so hard <laughs> um but i can't remember if no we either spent two days in manny or we did one show and then came back yeah you came back yeah that was, yeah yeah it was such a weird loop um no it was no we did two days in liverpool and then we went to Manchester and then we did like the rest of the North and then came back to Manchester a week later. And I was like, yeah, that was crazy. Um, especially that arena as well. Um, I, I was like 11 and like my dad and I drove up there um, on a school night to watch wrestling um, and like literally drove back like that night back to London. Um, so to like, play at that arena was so sick like it was crazy um but that was i mean i'm saying that but we also played wembley we played at the osu arena we played like so many iconic venues um on that one loop and it was so out of the blue it was literally so random um so that was crazy but yeah that was amazing that was such a good time um and yeah literally since then um it was pretty much just like once you kind of do something like that i feel like it kind of changes your perspective on how you create and how you kind of market yourself um because i just kind of so on that tour um i was helping out uh one of my friends emma blackery who like even just her getting onto the tour was just crazy random and just lucky and just out of the blue um so like obviously i was just there helping her out playing a bit of guitar um and i just kind of i just wanted to live in the moment and just soak it up and just absolutely love life like anyone that's done tours or anything like that you know like it's not how people glamorize it and they're like oh yeah tour life man like it's sick like especially on that scale as well like there was so much there are so many moving parts to try and make uh like a big tour like that just function um so i mean luckily like i didn't really have much to do i was like probably enjoyed the tour more than anyone on it i think um because like busted like those guys every day they were doing like interviews or like meet and greets or like tv shit or whatever um and it was like um and emma was doing a lot of press as well and obviously there was like crew and staff sort of running about and da 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 and literally all I had to do was play guitar for like 20 minutes a day. And I was like, this is sick. Like, this is so good. So I like, I had the best time. I literally, I was just like hanging out, like got to meet loads of really cool people and just chill. Um, but I kind of came away from it thinking, oh man, I really didn't like capitalize on that in like a business sense enough. Yeah. When you do stuff like that, you realize that touring is just you're promoting whatever it is that you're trying to sell so like even youtubers that do like book tours and stuff like that like you're you're going out to be like hey here's my product like buy it and that's all the tour is like you're like oh hey we're gonna play these songs so that you can buy them online when you go home um and it's like 
yeah that's i didn't really i mean i wasn't playing my own songs i was like playing for emma so i think i, I did my job but i was like i should have been a bit more like kind of self-promoting and stuff and kind of been a little bit out there like we met a lot of really like influential people and stuff and I wasn't really like in the zone to like kind of be in their face and be like oh hey this is me this is what I do um yeah. I, I just kind of just sat back and just chilled out but yeah that was like that was it was still cool I had a good time it was fun so pretty much everything after that was just me being like oh, okay now like I need I've got a little bit of momentum like online or whatever so it was just me just trying to promote myself and just trying to get out there um and just releasing songs and just like videos and just trying to get better really like that's my whole thing like I've I've kind of dipped up and down with like internet popularity because I mean that's like that's the thing nowadays like if you've got a following online then you're set like you can do whatever you want and I think my whole thing is like more about the talent and kind of what I'm putting out into the world and if it's good. Um, so whereas some people, and you see it a lot, like people that are like kind of popular, they'll just kind of put out stuff and it'll kind of get torn to shreds and you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But I, <laughs> I will like, literally I put a song on my Instagram today and um, the friends tagged me and they were just like doing like a little song challenge, like um, just like leak, like uh, just leak a demo that you have um, just randomly. Um, so I put up this song that I recorded in January 2017. No, 2018. So it's still like two and a half years old. And it's a really good song that is just not quite perfect yet. And that's me. I will happily sit on the song for two or three years until it's perfect rather than like upload content like weekly to try and stay relevant. And it's like, it's hard. I mean, I, you know, from doing YouTube, like it's, it's crazy. Like, um, I remember like when I first started and got into it, um, all like the gurus were like the algorithm needs you to upload at least once a week to stay relevant and be in searches and stuff and then that increased to three videos a week and then daily vlogging started becoming a thing so now unless you're uploading a video every day your videos were getting pushed back and I was like I that is not my life like I can't yeah. be doing it doesn't it doesn't spark that kind of creativity in me like I will write a song once every three years that I'm happy with and then and then I'll put it out and like and if that's how it is that's how it is like so yeah sorry very long-winded way to answer your question but pretty much since we last met in Manchester it has been me coming to that conclusion of I would rather put out good art than just stuff for the sake of it basically mm. speaking of putting out good art you obviously have a new um single slash short film i think you described it as as well yeah so um yeah i so again this is a song i recorded late 2017 i started writing this song um and yeah it was just something at the time it was like super emotional and sound wise, I just kind of wanted to go in a slightly different direction. Um, and yeah, it was just something that I thought was really cool and I was really into it. Um, and 
even when I was making the music, I kind of came up with the concept of doing it as a short film rather than just the standard music video where I'm just in the studio with like nice lighting and stuff. I thought yeah. it's just, uh, it's a bit, it's been done. Like everyone's seen that before. And also um, from getting into more like cinematography and stuff and just I'm the more, the more I'm behind a camera, I just get so fascinated by it. And like, I watch films in a different way now. Like I notice colors differently and the way scenes are put together and how shots are done. And I'm just like, oh, I've got a camera. Like I vaguely know what I'm doing. I can try this and kind of give it a go. And so uh, doing a short film has always been uh, in the back of my mind um, and just doing something a bit more cinematic than just a standard music video. Um, so yeah, this is just me just using using my outlet to kind of like try stuff like that. It's just something I've wanted to do. Um, I put up a casting call on Star Now, which is like the best website ever. Like you find so many good creatives on there. Um, so yeah, I hired a couple of actresses. Um, I borrowed a cinema camera off my friend. Uh, borrowed a lens off one of my other friends, and uh, we shot it in my girlfriend's bedroom. Um, and just like blagged a lot of places around London, like, um, yeah, we shot in an arcade and like all this other stuff, just literally just me and two actors just hanging out, just going around to different locations where just like, cool, right, we're going to film this scene here. And it was super fun. It was like one of the best days I've had. And it just turned out really, really cool. Like it was just a cool piece of art. So yeah, that is coming out on April the 3rd. Um, I'm putting up the song on like all the platforms like Spotify, iTunes, all of that at the same time as a music video. So that will obviously be on YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's actually the first single that I've done in years. Like that's just me. Um, mm. cause I've been working with Kid Neko for a while. Who's incredible. Like he's so insane. Um, and he was kind of like my safety blanket for a while. Cause I feel like I kind of hit a wall with production a little bit and kind of write songs. And he just came out of nowhere and he was, he's, he's always just sending me like random beats and he's just like, yeah, what do you think of this? And I'm like, well, this is the best song I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> and I've just like kind of put my vocals on top of his production. Um, and it's been fine and that's been great. But yeah, this is the first time that like start to finish kind of where I started really, like all my old stuff was just me producing, mixing it, writing it, everything. So yeah, this is kind of a return to that. And yeah, then like shooting and editing the video as well. Uh, it's just like a whole huge project that I've not done in such a long time. So yeah, really looking forward to seeing that come out in uh, like, I think 10 days from now or something. Yeah, April the 3rd anyway, next Friday. Yeah giving a bit of a reveal of how early this episode is being recorded. Yeah. Yeah. For the people listening, podcast time, it doesn't actually exist. Nah. Podcasts are evergreen. Like, you can... I mean, obviously, some stuff is, like, topical and oh, yeah. current events, but I feel like especially um, if it's someone you're interested in, you can just kind of... You can pick it up, like, any time and just be like, oh, okay, cool, I'll just listen to this today. Like... So, yeah, I don't know when you're planning on putting this out, but, yeah, we are currently recording it in the midst of 
this global <laughs> pandemic where no one is allowed outside at all. Uh, you mentioned earlier, like in this, uh, you've produced for other people. You obviously produced As December Falls is, um, I think, their only their only record, isn't it? Yeah, um, we've done we've done an album and two EPs and like a couple of covers. Yeah, fuck, we've done a lot. <laughs> but yeah, they're amazing. I absolutely love them. They're like one of my favorite bands in the UK right now, like in the world, really. Like they're they're sensational. Um, but yeah, we just we work really well together. Like we've done some amazing stuff, and um, yeah, it's just been this has been great. Like can't really fault them as a band. Like they've just been working so hard. Like to see their growth um, since we started working together is absolutely mental. Uh, when did we even meet? I think it was Macmillan Festival, like 2014. And yeah, I think we played that same show and I'd recorded some stuff for their friends. Uh, so they heard about me that way. And I remember we were just like on like a random night out in Nottingham after like one of my shows or something. And like a couple of them came out and we were like hanging. And then like we eventually like sorted out um, doing like a like a recording together um and yeah it was like it was so random I mean, like the first couple eps we did they a couple of them went to not i can't remember which college it is but it's a college in nottingham and they just started like the music tech course or like music production course um but it was so random so right this is super weird so they the, the, there was a college and they'd started a music course but it was like literally like just started it but you could only have access to the studio when you were in your second year so obviously like this course had just started so they were literally only first year so there was just an empty studio so um i think i think it was timmy the bass player he went to his lecture and he was just like hey we've got this producer from london like can we just have the studio for a week? And it was like, yeah, cool. So we literally went in there and it was just like, it was a playground for me. Like I had like all the best equipment, like, you know, how colleges are just yeah. like totally decked and stuff. Um, so that was great. So pretty much just like, um, I just went up there and we just recorded everything in this really nice studio and then brought it back here, uh, for the mix. Um, and yeah, we did that for like, two records and it was sick like it was it was awesome um and then by the time we did that album um because that was going to be like that was a huge project um was it 10 tracks i think we ended up doing um so yeah they just came down here for that just spent like a few weeks um at a time uh in essex here and yeah we just made it <laughs> made it amazing like it just it just works really well um like i said just really get on um, they're super receptive to my ideas. Um, I really like the songs that they write. Um, they write really good stuff. So it's quite easy for me to kind of, uh, chip in ideas and kind of make it better. Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing amazingly well. Like their tours are selling out, um, which is insane. I always try and see them when they play London and it's just, yeah, literally there was a show that they invited me down to. And it was just like, there was like four of us in the crowds just chilling. And then I saw them a couple of weeks ago and it was like, ramo, like you could not move. <laughs> like you literally 
we were like right at the back of the room, like just proper sandwiched in. Like it was crazy. It was absolutely insane. Mm. Um, so yeah, loved loved seeing their growth and progression. And uh, yeah, I think they're writing at the moment and working on some new stuff. So should be pretty cool. So if there was anyone that you could produce, you know, on a let's say on a wish list, like who would you really want to produce for? That's a good question. Um, and it's hard. And do you know what? This is like, it's hard because, all right, so here's here's my thought. As a producer, I love it when I hear a band and I'm like, it's like, I, they need, they need to need me, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, I, I feel like a producer should bring something to the table. Like, you... And anything you hear of mine I've done with someone, it's it's a collaboration, even though it's just like, oh, okay, this is their song. Like As December Falls, for example, like, um, I mean, it literally happens in every song. Like, they'll give me, like, the rough demo, and I'll text them back and be like, uh, yeah, maybe change this chord or, like, move this around or change this lyric or let's, like, add harmonies here or da-da-da-da or whatever. And I feel like I've actually contributed to this song and changed it in a way to make it, like like subjectively better in my for my ears um when there are artists that i love and they sound amazing and they're so good but i'm just like i just like listening to it like i don't know if i could actually contribute <laughs> music or do anything like for example like i absolutely i love country music like it's one of my like huge things um yeah, so many amazing country artists that I absolutely adore. And um, there's a band from Essex called uh, Holloway Road um, who are like, they're one of like the biggest like country bands in the UK at the moment because they're one of the only country bands in the UK at the moment. Mm. But like, like, they're amazing. They're an amazing band, but country's not huge here. Uh, but yeah, there's some guys that I know from my area. So we linked up and like tried to do some like writing and stuff. And I was just like, I can't. I can't write country like I love it I love listening to it but I don't know where to start like writing that kind of music um so yeah it's hard like I'd say yeah I don't really have a wish list really of any bands that I'd want to work with because if I like a band then I'm like oh, okay well you've already like you're doing what you need to do anyway so I really jump in but if I if I say there's a band I want to produce, it kind of means that I don't think they're where they are <laughs> at the moment, and that they would benefit from working with me. Um, so I don't know if I would disband in that way <laughs> and say that they need me as their producer. Um, but okay, so like to rephrase your question, if there is what I would love to do is if. Mm. say Mayday Parade were making an album and they already had their producer whoever they're working with and I could just hang out and I could just be in the room or like yeah or even if I was just engineering and just like not being a creative just sitting there and just recording stuff yeah like probably Mayday Parade or I heard a rumour that apparently Paramore's next album is going to be a rock record so if that is the case i would love to be in that room because that is like 
that that's my stuff. Paramore doing rock music is like my favorite thing ever. So hmm. probably either one of those two. But yeah, I was a huge Mayday Parade fan for years. Um, and then they kind of went off and, you know, did like a different style, which is well within their right as an artist. Like I totally respect that. Um, but I'm just, I'm stuck in 2006. Like I love pop punk, um, emotional music. So yeah, I kind of, I wasn't really connecting with the new stuff and same with like Paramore's like more radio stuff. Like it's amazing for them. They're doing fantastic. It's important as an artist to grow, but it's just like, yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm stuck in the past. Yeah. What's your take on Hayley Williams' solo stuff, South Island? Again, yeah, it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't like, it just wasn't, you know, which is fine. Like, it's it's cool. Because um, I get it. Like, I I totally understand artists wanting to do different things and experiment and uh, I guess essentially just be true to yourself. If that is what she's doing, like, if that's the kind of music that you're listening to and you're influenced by, like, I fully, fully support just doing that and just doing whatever's true to you, whatever, like, fuels your creative juice, like, go for it. Don't just stick to something because that's what your fan base is known for. Like, you know, and, yeah, I totally get that. And it's it takes a while to really appreciate that. Um, and also to kind of articulate it in a way that doesn't just sound horrible. Like, because you see it so much on the internet, like people just like bash stuff and they're just like, oh yeah, it's not as good as their old stuff, like da 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 and all that. Mm. And it's like, that's really easy to say, but until you've been an artist, like myself, who likes, I got, I'd say popular um, from my song uh, All For You which is like uh, like, yeah I'd say it's a bad yeah it's a ballad Um, who would I liken it to maybe like James Arthur kind of style of music Um, and yeah that's when like I really kind of took off and like Radio 1 playing it and stuff and a lot of people know me from that song I got bored of that style of music just completely by accident I just started writing a lot more kind of upbeat music just for a laugh and I was like and I remember playing a show and they randomly cut our set like literally on the morning of the show they were like oh okay um like we need to cut everyone's set by like 10 minutes so mm. I had a half an hour set which was like a mix of ballads and then kind of up-tempo songs and we were like shit we need to lose like three songs so I just cut a bunch of ballads and it was like a whole set of upbeat music and I was like hang on, like, this this could be my life. Like, this could be every show. Every show could be an upbeat show rather than, like, slow kind of emotional stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, I quite like this. Um, and so that morphed into, like, me writing more up-tempo kind of music. And obviously, I got comments from people being like, oh, we liked your, uh, we liked your slow stuff and your sad stuff and hmm. it's just too poppy and commercial. And I was like, oh, but but I'm enjoying it. Like, I, I was, yeah, so so I get it. I get Hayley Williams wanting to do whatever style of music it is, I guess, pop, I guess. But it's not, but it's not like Dua Lipa pop. It's like... Yeah, it's like alternative pop or whatever that means. Yeah, it's, it's her own thing, which is amazing. But yeah, I love 
like Riot and All We Know mm. Is Nothing. Like they're like two of my favorite albums. Like you know, and it's completely not that, which is okay. Um, but yeah, it's you know, there are so many artists like that that have like done their own stuff and gone their own way, and it's just it's fine do it like they're obviously happy and like people like it like i've seen a lot of people um receiving it well so you know just because i don't like it it's not like it's not a big deal it's, yeah yeah so more recently you've been doing a couple of like live acoustic sets how different is preparing for a set like that than like a big old stage show it's not as fun <laughs> i'll say that like not taking anything away from the shows i've done because they mm. like were great like i had a great time um but yeah it's not the same it's not the same energy as like a full band show um yeah it's and it, yeah so basically so yeah I've, I've done two shows um uh both throughout the slaughtered lamb in london and uh, one of my friends justin um he's like one of the last like great promoters in in london um and he's like he's just he's literally like just been keeping the music scene in london alive like the alternative scene um and yeah he always puts on good shows and he approached me um about doing a couple and i was just like yeah cool like why not like you know i wasn't really i wasn't actively seeking any shows or anything but yeah, it was like an intimate show for a friend. And I'd actually been to that venue recently for like a rap battle. Uh, it was crazy. Um, like this proper like, uh, there's this company called Don't Flop and they do like eight mile style like UK rap battles. And it was like, it was sick. So I went to one there um, and it was just a really nice venue. It was a really nice vibe. Um, so I was like, yeah, actually, I'd actually really like to play there. Um, so we did it and yeah, it was just, it was so cool. It was just a good vibe. Um, just reworking all my like all my electronic kind of songs into like acoustic it was fun um but yeah there's something about like when you've got the whole energy of the crowd and it's all like it's proper kicking off like you can't i don't think it will ever compare to an acoustic show um so yeah it was different but i still i, I had a good time and anytime i can get on stage and play my songs like it's fun so like i had a good time uh but yeah like not as just wasn't as like energetic and stuff and like i'm used to jumping around and doing like crazy frontman stuff so it was different uh but yeah it was it was a fun it was a fun night fun couple of nights i guess what we need to do then is get you to do you know some bigger shows you know what like it's in the back of my mind and like i i kind of go i flip-flop between like missing it and not missing it um yeah that was jokes i like i met up um with as december falls as i said before um like i went to one of their shows and obviously, like, we got there for, like, soundcheck and we were, like, hanging out with them and stuff. And I, I, a few a few of my other friends were playing, uh, they were supporting as well. Like, I knew a few different people in, like, some of the other bands. And, like, being there at soundcheck and seeing everyone, like, you know, with their equipment and stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't miss this at all. Like, I really don't miss, like... Like they sent it to a venue like eight hours early. Yeah, and like uh, one of the bands had a problem with their in-ear monitors and 
one guy's guitar wasn't working and this guy like lost all his drumsticks and then they were like they'd like cram all their stuff afterwards and it's like a tiny fiesta and I was like oh man like I don't miss any of that at all like yeah um I just love the moment when you're on stage and you're doing your stuff and the crowd's going crazy and it's a packed room but the reality is sometimes it's not a packed room sometimes you don't sell out shows and you're playing to like a few people and sometimes stuff goes wrong and like i don't know like the backing track cuts out or something or like down man's a complete idiot and everything sounds terrible and yeah like i've had it, it's weird because like um i'd say like the last couple of shows i did have kind of made me look back on that whole time with like really really like rose tinted glasses you know like it was coming off of the busted tour and then it did like a couple of tours where i was doing my own music but because of the momentum of that they were like they were huge and so literally like the last time the last time i've been on like the last probably 10 shows i've done have been all sold out shows but that's not the reality of what of what I'm used to. Like you literally like if I was if I was literally to announce a show right now, like I doubt I doubt I'd really sell many tickets because I've not put out any music in such a long time or really like pushed myself out into that like kind of like live circuit. Um yeah. so that's not that's not the reality of it. Like I wish, I wish it was like like oh like if Oasis announced a show to <laughs> they would literally sell out like fifty Wembley stadiums, like guaranteed, like absolutely guaranteed. Mm. Whereas I think because of like the uncertainty of what I would be coming back to, um I'd kind of be like, Oh yeah, I dunno if I could go I think like the last show I played it was um O2 Academy in London, which is an amazing venue. And it was so good and it was so packed. I don't know if I could pick up from where I left off. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It would be crazy. I don't know what situation would have to unfold to make me like want to do uh, a cool show like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I do like I miss kind of aspects of it, but yeah, I think kind of seeing my friends and their show and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, like the reality of actually trying to do a show is a lot different from what's in your head. Yeah, I know what you mean. So other than the song that's obviously coming out on the third, are we going to have to wait three more years for any more new music or is it going to be like, you know, prompt some stuff to happen? No, uh, you know what? I'd say even before, like this like apocalypse thing that's happening right now um i was already kind of like on the cusp of like uh, working on some stuff but yeah now that the world is like closed basically um i've just been on such a good creative buzz and i feel a lot of people are the same actually like yeah. a lot of creative friends are just like just they're just like oh okay let's just do lots of stuff now um so it's great like there's a really good creative vibe going on at the moment um but yeah like i said even before like this was all going on um i'd already i've been working on 
I'd say, oh yeah, I can say, I don't really care. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, how much can I kind of give away? But it really doesn't matter. Um, I've got at least an EP um, that will be out shortly. Um, yeah, I've got like uh, for five, yeah, like five tracks that I've been working on that have just been like, it's just sat there whilst I wasn't really feeling, you know, music and everything, mm. but it just, it just happens like that. Like creativity, just like it comes and goes and you can never really control it. Um, and yeah, these are all songs that at one point were probably like inches away from just being deleted, like straight in the recycle bin, like gone. And I like, you know, it's just, it's a creative thing. It's an artistic thing. Like yeah. literally so many songs that I think are absolutely amazing. The actual artists themselves, they're going, oh, I hate that song. It's terrible. Like, don't like it. I wish we never brought it out. I'm like, what are you on about? Like, this is insane. Uh, but yeah, I've like, I'm guilty of the same thing. Um, so yeah, I've got those. And uh, I don't want to say too much in case like I end up flaking on the idea. But I've got like 10 songs that don't, they don't fit into what Woolwin is. Um, mm. And they're like, but they're still really good songs that I want to bring out. Um, and there's songs that I, some, some I'm not going to sing on them. Because um, I've written a few songs um, that are specifically for a female artist um so i've got i've got a few people um like lined up to like feature on those and yeah i kind of want to do just like a like a feature project um that's separate from what the what i'm released um and yeah that's in the works as well so and yeah that's that will all like kind of be coming out soon but yeah, the past couple of years have just been me not feeling music at all, like just really struggling with creativity. And I feel like now it's all kind of flooding back. So it's just a case of getting it done. And by chance, this is the perfect time to get all. <laughs> like uh, from what I've noticed, everyone either seems to be like unleashing all the creativity because they have no choice but to, you know, they can't go anywhere. Or like for some people it's just sort of stopping everything because they were at that stage where they needed to be able to go out the house to do the creativity stuff. Like I know a, a couple of bands who like have had to like postpone recording sessions and stuff for people because don't want to give it away. Yeah. It's like, it's insane. Yeah. I've, I've seen a few people like cancel like recording sessions and, and, uh, and obviously like tours and stuff have been canceled. Mm. But yeah, I just like, I just count myself like so, so lucky that like I have my studio here and I have everything I need and it's, yeah, you don't like, I didn't really like think about it until um, my friends put up a uh, post the other day and they were like, they were actually meant to be like releasing a song this week. Um, but the producer they work with can't get to his studio. Uh, so <laughs> They're like, well, he can't mix it, so like it's done, but we're just like he physically can't get there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's like so many like crazy 
issues like that going on at the moment. Um, yeah, luckily, um, you know, I've got I've got what I need here, and I've actually like just been working with a few different people um, just remotely, like. Um, just one of my friends, like, we just like, oh, should we just collab on this track? And yeah, just literally emailed me vocals <laughs> and just like threw it into the project. And yeah, I'm lucky. We're really lucky that we live in a time like this where yeah. we have so much technology that we can just, we can create stuff like, uh, you know, remotely and just work with each other that way and it's like it's mad whilst i've still got you here like obviously there's a lot of things that you do is there anything you would like to you know plug or promote whilst you know you're here well i've got my new single on april the 3rd coming out called calgary um that's been like my main focus of like the past few months has just been like putting that all together and it's just great because it's just like a whole it's a whole creative project. Like it's not, like I said, like I didn't want to just bring out a song and be like, okay, cool. Here's a song. It's like everything, just the whole story. And there's like an amazing, like visual story to go with it to kind of really like, uh, like just dive into that whole world of kind of, and it's, and it's weird because it's all based around like my personal emotions and what I was feeling at the time and about the song. Um, and it's like, it's kind of about like the struggles of a couple kind of facing a long distance relationship and like everything that that would entail. And I was just like, okay, how do I capture that in not only a song, but in a visual aspect. And so that's going to be like, a really cool project just for me to kind of put out and be like, yeah, this is what I can do and like enjoy it. Um, but really like once that's out, like, I don't know. Cause it's like, yeah, like I, to be fair. Yeah. Like I'm making a lot of stuff um, here. Uh, like I said, like I've got a few songs that um, I like, they're more or less done. It's just me being very, a very picky artist and producer being like it's not quite perfect um but yeah there's a lot of songs that could be out tomorrow but it's like now that I've done like a visual story for Calgary it's like I kind of want to do it for all of them and I kind of want every song to not just be like here's another song for Spotify it's like okay what kind of story can I tell around this song and how can we build this to be like a huge creative project um so really it's just down to how much i can do without leaving the house um for the next couple of months <laughs> yeah basically like yeah calgary's done that's coming out and then beyond that we'll see but it's a very good very good creative time um, and if people, you know, like want to find you on socials and stuff, uh, where do they go to find you? Probably the best couple of places are either Instagram or Twitter. And both of those are just underscore Walwin, W-A-L-W-I-N. I am on other platforms, but probably don't use them very much. But yeah, Instagram and Twitter are like, I mean, yeah, they're the main ones, like, I'm, I'm on there so find me on there and obviously like if you want content if you want to actually experience my art and just not 
listen to like dumb shit I'm saying on Twitter, then YouTube is youtube.com forward slash wall with music. Um, and obviously Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, all of them, literally every platform. When I upload my music, I just tick the all button, just put it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Walwin, W-A-L-W-I-N on all platforms. Well, you know, thanks for coming on the podcast and I hope that the uh, new song and short film goes uh, really well for you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. You're listening to Fresh From The Scene with Ruby Price. Thank you very much for listening. As always, you can find the links in the description to everything that Arthur wanted to plug. Um, thank you very much to Arthur for coming on the podcast. It was, you know, really good to speak to you for the first time in a very long time. But yeah, that's uh, life these days, isn't it? Um, yeah, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, give a share on social media. If you did enjoy, leave a little review if you're listening to it on the platform that gives you the opportunity to do so. Um, Apple Podcasts definitely does. There might be a couple of others. I don't think Spotify does, but, you know, you can always share it. Always share it. As always, I've been Ruby Price, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye.